Detective Harris preferred to keep the blinds shut and curtains drawn. Because of this, you could never really tell what time of day it was in the detective's office. There was an old cuckoo clock opposite the large wooden desk, but it didn't help much with telling time as it had been broken for years. The cuckoo bird hung dangling from its doorway on a tangled wire that no longer pulled him in and out each hour. The clock had been a gift from his wife, now X, and it hung in the office as a reminder of her and their broken marriage. Detective Harris often slept at work. He honestly didn't have much work to do, so he wasn't busy. And if he was busy, he wouldn't be in his office. He'd be out on investigation. Plus, the only one who was there to hold him accountable was Carrie, and she never woke him. Carrie was his long-time desk clerk. She'd been his right-hand woman for nearly a decade. She was more than just a desk clerk. She was sharp as a tack, and her hunches were almost always right. Carrie wouldn't wake him during one of his naps, as she knew it made him cranky and disagreeable. Well, it made him more cranky and disagreeable than she was willing to deal with, which was saying something, as those were Detective Harris's two main personality traits on a good day. The detective ran from his office to the front door and burst into the hallway. I need you to get over to 3482 West Winchester Street now. He shouted at the startled police officer standing guard outside of the room. What? Why? The officer asked dumbly, staring at Detective Harris, who shouted in frustration. It's Carrie's address. Something isn't right. The officer nodded and sprang into action. Mary Ann had come up behind him. What's happening? She asked her brow furrowed with concern, showcasing the very same worry lines Detective Harris had been appraising earlier. Is Carrie all right? He shook his head. I'm not sure. I have a gut feeling that she isn't, though. He walked back into the office and punched the wall in frustration. He blamed himself for not sending someone as soon as the minute hand told him that she was late. She hadn't been late in all her years working for him. Mary Ann let out a huff of breath in concern and frustration. Oh, this really is happening again. No, the detective replied. No, because this time I'm going to find out who this bastard is, and I'm going to take them down and get Carrie back. Detective Harris's mind was going a mile a minute, digesting the new information. The stalker just admitted to killing Bobby. In missing persons cases, if they aren't found within the first couple of days, they are presumed dead. After fifteen years, a missing person is pretty much accepted as dead. This was a confession, though, enough to put them behind bars for a long, long time once the detective found out who it was. He grumbled at the idea that Carrie was being threatened. She was clearly upset by it, and Detective Harris didn't put it past the stalker to do something to hurt either one of them. I want you to get protective duty just like Mary Ann. I'll finish up here, and then come back to the office. Carrie started to protest, telling him to come back to the office right then. But he had already hung up the phone. He resumed his trek up the stairs. Whoever had been there had scuffed their footprints up, making it impossible to glean any information about them from the prints. If it had just been teenagers breaking in on a dare, they wouldn't have bothered to do that. 
It was probably the stalker coming back to visit. He wondered if they had been staying there, and that was what started the rumors of the home being haunted.